Hello friends, welcome back to Meg Living Inside Out. This is episode 12 of Friendship. It doesn't have to be perfect. Now concerning brotherly love, you have no need for anyone to write to you, for you yourselves have been taught by God to love one another. 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 9. This episode is going to be a bit of a recap ramble discussing some of the other things we've talked about. So buckle up, kids. It's going to be all over the place. To begin, I still struggle to remember people's names. I just want you to know that. Like, it is not natural. I was speaking with a teacher friend of mine, and she was saying that A lot of the habits I mentioned in the Remembering Names podcasts is something that she does as well, especially at the beginning of the year, because she has a ton of back-to-back meetings with students and their parents, and she will blitz write down all of their names. Because three months later, those parents are going to come to her and know her, and she's going to struggle to remember who they are. So... For her job, remembering names is super important, and putting really practical steps in place to remember names is super, super helpful. But, like I said, we're not perfect, and so I want to allay those fears. It's not going to be perfect, and that's kind of the theme for this entire episode. It's not going to be perfect. It doesn't have to be. Now, In the course of me recording this, you're probably getting the sense that, oh, Meg, you must have this figured out, and, you know, oh, honey. (laughs) Um, I have a wonderful circle of friends, as I've said before, but let me be clear. I still struggle with jealousy over other people's friendships, and this is something that I think social media has really done us a disservice on. Um, I think that best friends and best friendships should primarily be private. That is my own personal conviction. Um, I, I don't like to advertise that Oh man, I I just don't like to advertise who I'm friends with because I don't want to discourage someone who has a tiny circle of friends from thinking, oh man, I wish I was one of the cool kids. I wish I was friends with Meg. She's friends with all these other cool people and I just, I'm just this lowly person in the back here. I'm not cool enough to make the cut and like, dude, it's okay. If we were neighbors, I'm sure we would be friends. (laughs) Um, And I might not be able to, like, invest a super deep amount of time or whatever into the relationship. But we would see each other, we would pass each other by, and we'd be friendly. And I, I try to make sure that people who interact with me know that they're valuable and they're loved by God. And, and that's, that's my goal. Um, I fail at that a lot. Um, we're going to get into friendship breakups and I'm going to go through some case studies of various different friendship breakups that I've had. And it's not going to be pretty, but it's going to be so educational. And it is my prayer that going into the messiness of my own personal experience will be beneficial for you to not make some of those mistakes. So, um, 
So yeah, I still struggle with jealousy and covetousness of, oh man, that person has so many friends, they must be so fulfilled in life. You have no idea. They may hate the person they're getting coffee with. They may resent all the social things that they go to. Like, now, I have a friend who is an extrovert, and she uses social media to document her real-life relationships. Please, this is... And you know what? I'm going to call her her name out. Her name is Catherine of A Curvy Girl Closet. And I feel very confident in sharing her name because she and I have agreed to be public friends. She has followed my YouTube channel for about a decade. And she's just been really consistent. And the, the way that it worked out is she's an extrovert. And so putting my YouTube channel videos on in the background helped her feel more like connecting with people even at home when there weren't people to connect with and so I kept her company just doing stuff and that's how we have this history and so she knows me really well I know her somewhat because we have video chat a little there I go being vulnerable about my public friendship and like not trying to make you jealous but also ooh, she had a video chat with Meg she must be cool like Yes, she's cool. She's saying she's has an amazing testimony and she's been sanctified by God and I'm so excited for her to enter into a deeper season of like security and safety in her life for when she starts talking about her story because it is going to be incredible. So go follow a curvy girl closet because she's great. With that disclaimer and introduction given, she uses her social media to document her real-life friends and her people that she cares about. And that's not done in a, oh, we're so cool way. It's in a very honest, authentic, celebratory, I'm so thankful for this person in my life. I'm so thankful for this person in my life. And because I have a real relationship with Catherine, I'm not threatened by her documentation of her real-life friendships. And also, that's not on her... Um, her uh, clothing account, Curvy Girl Closet, that's on her personal account. So she keeps that separate. So she's not advertising or flaunting her friendships. You know, her personal is her personal. And I really struggle with using social media in a healthy relationship celebrating way. So that's just kind of something that I'm adverse to but if that's something that works for you based on your personality type and you're doing it in a really celebratory god-honoring way keep doing that like don't let my wet blanket over here get in the way of that i'm just discussing my own weaknesses so i struggle with if there's somebody i don't have a relationship with and they're sharing oh i'm friends with all these cool people then it's like man, I suck as a human being. And that's kind of my, like, inner emo, like, (laughs) isolated Tumblr kid, isolated, I didn't have friends growing up much persona. Just, you know, still, like, haunting in the shadows of my psyche. You know, it that's, that's just a thing. So, all that to say, I have to have a lot of self-control in not being jealous of other people and other people's friendships and that's a me thing I need to take personal responsibility for what I think about other people because if I'm busy being jealous of other people 
then I'm not going to have the emotional energy to celebrate the friendships that I do have and focus on being a better friend to them and growing in that friendship and finding other friends who are healthier that I can learn from. Which brings up another topic. If you're coming from a messed up background, then it is very normal to feel intimidated by healthy people. And a lot of times, healthy people, generally, give or take, there's a spectrum. Normal people, which, I mean, they tend to... Okay, hang on. Let me do this for a second. Selfishness is a spectrum. And on the far end, well, we talked about the character diamond. So on the upper end, we are submitting all of our desires to Christ and he is satisfying the healthy ones and he is calling us to die to the unhealthy ones or die to the not at this time desires and on the bottom end we have like I am selfish and I don't care who I hurt to get what I want um which is awful and terrible um and so within humanity those of us on the abused side of things just we think oh we're in this abused bucket and we can't leave this abused bucket but on the other side of things people who have relatively functional families like oh we get together for family holidays and nobody wants to scratch anybody's eyeballs out like it's normal and it's happy and oh maybe we have some tensions here or there but you know that's just family things those people think oh we're normal we're healthy we can't be like those abused, traumatic, dysfunctional people over there. And we were in this bucket of normal and healthy over here. Be very, very careful about not putting yourself into those, one of the, any, either of those categories. Because it's a spectrum. And abuse is just the far end of the given to your selfish desire spectrum. And healthy is the other side of we as a family prioritize dying to our own selfishness to love the people around us. And because we do that, we are all happier and peaceful and more content and joyful together. And we truly enjoy each other's company because we have healthy boundaries and healthy relationships. So... With that disclaimer said, it can be very difficult as a seeing yourself as an abused person coming out of an abusive situation and looking onto social media and seeing the happy Mother's Day posts, the happy Father's Day posts, grandparents' day, cousins, siblings, what have you, when you can't say good things about those relationships in your own life. That's very difficult and I have lived that and for some people it is an act of love to celebrate their family on social media and that is perfectly healthy me coming from my background and coming you know still having that mindset in and of myself of like I don't want to make somebody who is abused jealous of the health of my family I don't I don't participate in publicly celebrating my family because I think that for me 
that should be private. And I'm not going to mandate onto you what you should or should not do. And I'm going to go back to my example of Catherine. Like, she does this in a really healthy way. She celebrates her mother and her grandmother and her church family, her pastor. All of those people. So, but it's very easy when we're on social media and especially on Facebook. Oh my God. I say that with a capital G. Oh my God. I'm trying to respect God here. Um, It's just, it can be very painful to see more functional people celebrate their family on the internet. And on one hand, you don't know if that's actually real or if it's a facade. And second of all, you don't know how hard that family worked to work through their trauma and their garbage to get to that happy place and that place of health and security and safety. So keep that in mind when you are on social media and the healthy thing to do is to hope and pray that God will let you be a part of one of those families one day. That's a desire that he wants to grant. And um, later on in August, we're going to be talking about marriage. And I'm really excited to prepare for um, those episodes. It's going to be Ben and mine. It'll be our five-year anniversary in August. Um, and that is a date that I celebrate. I don't celebrate my birthday on the internet. Um, my husband barely celebrates his birthday. I don't celebrate my family. But I celebrate my anniversary because that's something that I feel I can share publicly. Um, and marriage is a type of friendship, so it will weave in nicely to our friendship series. The last thing I want to emphasize is this. There is no perfect circle of friends. That does not exist. And so even with the healthy group of friends that I have now, and the healthy church family, I have to choose contentment. I have to choose to continue to invest in them and not be distracted by the, well, what if I'd kept up with this person? And, you know, what if I made friends with that person? And, oh, that influencer would be so cool to have a relationship with. I'll bet she's so nice and great. Maybe, but if you're not, you have to practice contentment with your own people for God to trust you with more. And jealousy, you know, wanting something that is God intended for you is a good thing. But desiring it to the point of obsession is unhealthy. And so kill jealousy as often as you identify it and trust God with your desires. Trust God to direct your desires into healthy things, healthy directions, and he will. If this podcast has given you something to think about, something you need to work through and process, I would encourage you to visit the link in the description, inversestream.com slash podcast slash friendship. There will be a web form there that will connect you with a digital mentor who wants to help and encourage you in your walk with Christ. This is not a professional counselor, simply a Christian who wants to encourage you. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Meg. I love my Jesus, and I believe in living inside out.
Now it's your turn. Go and live it.